Here we go, stateside. Richard Arnold, morning. Morning, Mike. So what do we? What, what happened? So as the stampede was food, and it was uh, there are you know yet more people dead. Yeah, 104 people at least, uh, civilians killed in this um, situation where starving people were waiting for food from a convoy of aid trucks. And at one point, Israeli forces opened fire as well as those killed more than 700 injured. So latest horror story upon so many, right? It is a desperate situation. President Biden says there are conflicting accounts of how this mass tragedy occurred. He was speaking near the Marine One helicopter as he heads down to the border today where... Uh, Trump also will be travelling, says the president. Two completely versions of what happened. I don't have an answer yet. Are you worried about what negotiations? I know, Will. Well, what does this mean for ceasefire hopes, Biden was asked. Uh, of course, that's something he's been canvassing in recent days. It will certainly complicate things, he says. No doubt about that, right? The US now is considering airdropping aid into Gaza. Seems like a useful idea right now. This is a dire situation. The UN says at least one quarter of Gaza's population is, quote, one step away from famine. Hundreds of thousands of people we're talking about among the two million residents of Gaza have become increasingly desperate for food. Aid official Jan England says of his visit there right now. I'm pretty shaken, actually, from what I saw. The minute we crossed the border from, uh, you know, orderly and sparsely populated Sinai, you, you see the aid trucks going full speed down the road being chased by gangs of youth who jump the Trump, uh, the trucks, and before eyes, loot mattresses, and blankets, food. So gangs, yes, but also desperation. The aid trucks from Rafa on the Egyptian side are moving at snail's pace. Totally inadequate. There are reports that feed for livestock, animal feed is running out because people are eating it along with grass and dirty water. This is the backdrop to uh, what happened today. Uh, in terms of what occurred, an aid convoy went in. Thousands of people began swarming the trucks. A spokesman for Gaza Civil Defence says folks were waiting for flour trucks to arrive, and while they were waiting, the tanks started to fire shells and bullets flew. Some people were trampled, some were hit by vehicles. Some accounts say the majority of those killed were hit by trucks. The Israeli military account is rather different. It says a group of Palestinians threatened the convoy, and that only then did the Israeli military open fire, says... Israeli Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner. People approached the forces that, first of all, fired warning shots in the air. And we have to keep in mind this is a combat zone and our forces are confronted with explosive devices. So many claims here, Mike. The issue now yeah. is whether this latest tragedy pushes ahead the ceasefire talk or breaks it apart even further. Yeah, well, some interested Biden seemed very bullish about that this week. Supreme Court is a win for Trump, isn't it? Certainly is. It's been said many times that uh, Donald J. Trump has a remarkable ability to skate around uh, trouble. Seems he might have done so again, thanks to the six to three conservative majority on this country's highest court. The court has intervened in Trump's January the 6th insurrection trial, which was supposed to start on March the 4th, meaning it could be decided before the presidential elections in November easily. Now, the Supreme Court says they will consider whether a former president has absolute immunity from any crime. This is the uh, Trump lawyer's claim, rather absurd claim, say most analysts, uh, that um, uh, there is immunity for uh, all crimes for anyone who uh, <clears throat> was, was president at one point. They uh, just want to delay the case, uh, according to their own admission, till after the elections, when if Trump wins, he could pardon himself or cancel the federal lawsuits he is facing. Democratic Congress member Adam Schiff says... The goal is to deny justice by delaying justice, uh, and they may just succeed. So, U.S. Supreme Court helping Trump run out the clock. The Supreme Court 
actually waited 16 days before they even decided to take this on. And they won't hear arguments till April the 22nd with a decision likely in late June, right on the eve of the Republican presidential convention. So too late for a trial, say some. All this relating to events that go back to January the 6th of 2021. So... Justice moving, grinding slowly or whatever they say. Yeah, three years plus. Meantime, Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, says he's going to quit as party leader this November. McConnell uh, despises Trump and his actions on January the 6th. The two haven't even spoken for three years, he says. Yet it was McConnell who paved the way for the Trump delay tactics by stacking the Supreme Court with abortion foes. McConnell even refused to allow a vote on Obama's Supreme Court pick Merrick Garland back then, saying they uh, should wait almost a year because the elections were pending. Uh, Then when Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you recall, died less than six weeks before the next elections, they rushed in to put in a Republican judge, Amy Coney Barrett. So that's how they uh, managed to change things on the court. Having won that with the court stacking strategy, McConnell now finds that uh, the court is backing Trump, whom he opposes, and with abortion and IVF as issues supporting Biden. So these things go around. You have a good weekend, Richard. We'll see you on Monday. Appreciate it very much. I I just don't know what happens with Biden next week. If there is no ceasefire, I mean, that, that thing where he's wandering around at the NBC studios licking ice cream, talking about a ceasefire. I mean, he's talked about it several times and he seems convinced that something's happening and nobody else does. So either he's going to have ice cream or egg on his face next week or he knew something that nobody else does. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.